Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Demo Tape Podcast. Got an excellent show for y'all today, once again. As always, you can subscribe to us, to me, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever else, I'm pretty sure. Um, so if you got your Apple iPhone right now, go ahead and subscribe. Got the recap episode. Gonna be talking about the big fight that happened this past Saturday, Keith Thurman versus Manny Pacquiao. Got my boy Jonathan Ard with me back, you know what I'm saying? We'll be dropping the insight from the fight. We're going to be getting his um, thoughts on what happened in the action. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Ard, you there? What's going on, people? Yo, what's going on, my man? So, yeah, let's just jump right back into it, dog. So, Keith Thurman won by split decision. I mean, Manny Pacquiao won by split decision on Saturday. I just want to know, right? from your uh, boxing expertise perspective, what is your takeaway from that? I'm going to give you mine, but I want to hear yours first. So what do you think? What, what is your takeaway take away from the from fight it. as a whole? I'm sorry? I honestly feel like, I feel like both, both uh, parties did what I expected them to do. I did, but I feel like both parties utilized the, uh, the, uh, the points I made in the last podcast, man. But, Keith Thurman caught me by surprise. I didn't expect him to adjust as fast as he did. Uh, After being he knocked down. He adjusted and he, he, I'm sorry? After being knocked down, you'd expect him to adjust. After well being knocked down, yes, he did. Right, right. But he adjusted, dude, and uh, he was landing the right hand at will. He neutralized a lot of the, he, he neutralized a lot of, uh, a lot of Manny's strong suits. Manny was trying to take angles on him. But he didn't want to get countered with the power punch. Apparently, Keith is strong, man, because Keith was landing that right hand, and Pacquiao was really hesitating about uh, coming inside and, and getting his work done. Um, it was a good fight. I feel like Keith fought back to a draw. I don't feel like Manny should have won. I feel really? like he fought back to a draw. Wow. Even with that hard body shot. Yeah, man, because he was just landing shots at will, it seemed. It seemed like he was just hurting Pacquiao, to be honest. He was snapping his head back and... Yeah, I feel like he fought to a draw. But it was a good fight, though. I'm still... Yeah, man. You still what? I still don't think Keith Thurman's that nice. I don't think he's that nice, though, bro. He's just not... He's hard to watch. He's, he's hard to watch. to watch. Why? Because he's kind of... Sl- because yeah. he's so sloppy? Or at times he can be sloppy. Yeah. I shouldn't say he's so sloppy. At times he can be sloppy. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm thoroughly disappointed in Pacquiao. Uh... Maybe I'm being too harsh. He is a senator. He has other things to do in his life than boxing. Boxing isn't really a priority anymore. But sheesh, like, when you coming into this theater, man, come prepared, man. I don't know. He seemed just real sluggish. He didn't seem like signature Pacquiao. And I know people will say, well, he's old. He's 40, but. Well, a lot of people are saying that he looked great. They're saying, like, he looked great. He turned back the clock. He looked sharp. He looked in shape. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I I would disagree with that. I felt like he looked, I felt like he looked sluggish and sloppy because again, these are punches like the right hand man, like these are things Manny would see and get out of the way of, counter, get in, get his work done and get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he wasn't doing that and I was just disappointed in in that performance from him. Wow. So that's, that's, your takeaway from the fight was that Manny looked 40, that you weren't really too impressed with his overall work. That Keith Thurman fought back better than you expected him to after he got knocked down, and that at the end of the day, you're still not buying Keith. 
I'm still not. Yeah, bro. Basically, right. great synopsis. <laughs> so for me, um, I do agree with you with Keith Thurman bouncing back nicely after the knockdown. Uh, the knockdown su- didn't surprise me, but it did surprise me because it, it, because it came so early. But it didn't surprise me because I every time every, from the very first time I seen Keith Thurman fight, I always thought like, well, if somebody could catch him pulling out, or if somebody could catch him when he throws one of these, I don't know what do you call it, like when he drops his hands because he drops his hands a lot on the inside too. So I always felt like he could get caught in that scenario, and he and it took Pacquiao to catch him. So that's one thing. I, I was I will agree with you. I was impressed on how he bounced back. I do agree with you. To me, yeah. Pacquiao started the fight strong, but I felt like as the fight went on, he started to look older. He started to look 40. Yeah. He started to slow down. Yeah. And when he hit Thurman yeah. with that body shot late in the fight, I thought he was going to finish him, but he didn't have the gas and the and the ne- that next level up. Maybe because he's older, um, but he didn't take it to that next level to finish Thurman. Um, I feel like in a rematch, Thurman would beat Pacquiao. That was one of my biggest takeaways was... As, like I said, to piggyback off your point, how well Thurman bounced back led me to believe that, like I said, it was just going to be a teachable moment for him. I was sitting at the bar with this guy. I didn't even get his name. I should have got his name. But I was sitting at the bar, and we were, me and this guy were talking boxing. And I told him, I said, you know, it's kind of. I told him it's going to be kind of like the Canelo versus Floyd Mayweather thing. Canelo is a great talent, you know, top-class fighter, got the power in both hands, got all the skills, but there's just levels to the game. And there's things you have to get right. through to understand. And I told, and I broke it down to dude. I'm gonna break it down to you here now. And I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. And I'm pretty sure you're gonna agree. Aside from Floyd Mayweather and Rocky Marciano, those are the two outliers. Most of your great champions, and I think Joe Calzaghe, most of your great champions, boxing champions, have lost multiple times. Right. So there's levels to this, man. You get in the ring with somebody, they outmatch you, and then you up your game. Keith Thurman, because he rebounded, I actually have more faith in Keith Thurman. Now, do I think he'll be like an Errol Spence Jr.? I don't. Have faith in that. But do I think he could beat Pacquiao if they got the rematch? Um, yeah, I do. I think uh, the rematch will be more in Keith Thurman's interest than Pacquiao, so we might not get it. But if there was a rematch, my money would be on Thurman because, like you said, he bounced back after he he. I think at first when he first got knocked down, he was a bit. He didn't respect Pacquiao's power at all at the beginning of the fight. Then after he got hit, he respected it too much. Where he was just kind of tentative and didn't want to get back to doing what he did, and then once he settled down, yeah, I thought I thought he did some good stuff late in the fight. I thought, barring the knockdown, I agree with you. I slight, I agree with most of your points. I, th- I think, but I'm just slightly off. Um, I do think that he, I do think Pacquiao won the fight. I didn't see a split decision. I thought that was a bit of a gift for the champion. But I think barring, I think had Pacquiao not scored the early knockdown in the first round, I think the fight would have been a draw, because. Keith Thurman definitely did fight better the second half of the fight than he did the first half of the fight. But yet, still, he left some rounds where Pacquiao took him. You know what I mean? Pacquiao still took some of those later rounds. And so did Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman, they kind of, they they did, the fight was closer. I I agree the fight was closer. I think some people said they had Pacquiao winning by four rounds. I heard some people today on uh, the, um, when I was watching sports shows, they were saying that they had Pacquiao by four rounds. I don't think I had him up by that much. Who said that? Beyonce Wilder, who said that? Nah, nah, nah. I don't. I, that's one of those like radio guys, Colin Cowherd, or one of them. Oh, yeah, somebody. But they said they had him up by four rounds, and I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, no. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, I didn't have him up. I didn't have him up four rounds, but I did have him uh, winning the fight, a close fight. I think Kurt, Keith Thurman would beat him on the re on the rematch. I think Pacquiao still wants no parts of Mayweather. That was another. Ta- uh, 
That was another takeaway. Everybody's trying to big up this Mayweather fight. And I'm like, listen, man. It's Mayweather style. Pacquiao style. And that's another thing I want to talk about. So basically, we done got through that part. But this, this is also what I want to talk to you about, too. Right? Because I li- they're, they're, the boxing, the media people on television, radio, and everybody, they're trying to stir up the Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather uh, rematch. What are your thoughts on that first before we get it, before I get into what I think? What are your thoughts on a Floyd, after seeing what you saw, Thurman Pacquiao, what are your thoughts on a potential rematch of Mayweather Pacquiao? Uh, it's a dead horse. Yeah. I think. Why, I think why is it a dead Pacquiao horse? Pacquiao is there. Yeah. It's a dead horse because one, uh, the thrilling in it is gone. I mean, they're both kind of up there in age. Yeah. Uh, just, we don't want to see that again. We saw it once and it was complete domination. <laughs> so, it was, it, it was, man. It was complete domination. We know the outcome. Like, Floyd is better. Yeah, so I believe leave so. that alone. I think if anything, was there I and Keith Thurman had Pacquiao lost, maybe I'm, you know, a Thurman Mayweather fight would have made more sense. But oh, shit, wow. even then, man, like, yeah, Floyd has nothing to prove. No, he doesn't. Done. I agree. He has nothing to prove. I think that if the money's right, I think you can get Floyd in the ring. I think if they tell Floyd, if they, if if, if the the economists or whoever they got that run boxing or whoever did the numbers guys crushing the numbers if they could tell floyd the boxing economists could tell floyd like yo you can get 350 million plus for fighting this fight i think floyd would do it i think he'll do it because yeah at that point he'd be stupid not to yeah because like who cares if pacquiao beat you at this point bro that's 350 million dollars like even if you lose like you know what i mean like that's just money to be made and why not make it um but the bigger point that'll never happen what do you okay. okay Yeah, and, 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 and to your point as far as boxing, right? It's a mismatch. I, and, I, and I think it's more of a mismatch than anything because of the styles. Pacquiao's boxing DNA is not... Like, he's a boxer, but he's not a... His, his, his go-to, his, his emergency panic button thing, or whatever you want to call it, is brawler. Would you agree with that? I agree. Like, yeah. when Pac, like to me, when I was judging that fight, I thought when, when Thurman hit Pacquiao really hard, I think that's what made Pacquiao come back at him. I think Pacquiao likes to be in a phone booth. I think Pacquiao likes to get hit. I think Pacquiao likes to engage. And I think you play into Pacquiao's hands when you engage with him. He likes to trade. He likes to he likes to be in the exchange. And nine times out of ten, he's probably going to get the best out of most exchanges. Most of the time. Would As you agree with that? As we saw in the first round. Huh? Yeah. As we saw in the first round of the fight. Yeah. 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 And so, and I think with Floyd Mayweather, like you said, once again, I agree with you again. The point of that fight is Floyd Mayweather has a different style that Manny Pacquiao can't unlock. See, I think that a better, what am I trying to say? Just like I think that Keith Thurman, if he fought a rematch with Pacquiao would win, I think if Canelo Alvarez fought a rematch with Floyd Mayweather, he would win. Because I think Canelo Alvarez has the patience and the boxing tactician DNA, so to speak, that he learned a lot from Floyd in that loss, that he would come back and utilize what he learned to defeat Floyd. Where I think Pacquiao, I don't think Pacquiao could ever do that because that's not in his boxing nature, so to speak. His boxing DNA, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have the precursors. Uh, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have the boxing precursors to even develop from a fight from Floyd. Yeah, because yeah. to fight Floyd, you have to oh, be Floyd. extremely patient. And you have to have a strategy and you have to stick to it. And it's not going to, to be Floyd Mayweather, from what I can gather, and I heard Teddy Atlas talk about this, I think like a few years ago. And he was saying to be Floyd Mayweather, number one, you got to do, you got to throw to the body. What he was also saying is because Floyd Mayweather is such a defensive fighter that when he, that when he, when he 
when you have to feign him first is basically what he was saying you got to act like you're gonna throw somewhere and then throw somewhere else because you want to get him into a, a, a defensive position to where he's not moving you get you get, i know you get what i'm saying right or do you I agree do. yeah do you agree with that because i no, know it's easier said than done i do because we saw we saw i mean we saw the work with marcos Maidana one yeah versus Florida, the first fight that's exactly what he did mm. he was in a defensive position the entire fight almost against the ropes trying yeah. to counter he would counter but Marcos was really getting the best of him on the ropes. Yeah, just like Cotto did it too a little bit in that fight. Work. Yeah, Cotto kind of did a little bit. He kind of got Floyd into the corner and just kind of you know, do it, let his hands go. And I think Canelo could do it as well if Canelo if Canelo got a rematch against Floyd. But it's not gonna happen. And I don't think Pacquiao. Would, I, I just don't. People's 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 this fascination with this Pacquiao Mayweather fight is getting ridiculous because it's getting to the point now where a lot of people's racism is showing. And number two, it's like you're getting desperate. Because now you're just reaching. Okay, it was Pacquiao. Then it wasn't Pacquiao. Then it was going to be McGregor, which was the most preposterous uh, opponent that oh, people tried to say that could be Floyd. Now they're running back to old things and be like, okay, well, now Pacquiao's back. Even though, even though Pacquiao had some disgusting losses that we talked about before to Joe Horn and things of that nature to, to Manuel Mar Juan Manuel Marquez. And now people were since Pacquiao had a good showing against somebody 10 years, his junior, and a title holder. Everybody's like, oh, well, maybe he could be Floyd. It's like, no, man, stop it. He can't beat Floyd, man. Please. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop it. If the people money. Let they, people let their emotions get in the way of their rationale, bro. You know right. how it goes. Uh, I will play the race card. Yeah, I, I will too. Have to be politically correct. No. You know, people really just don't like that man. You know, yeah. he's young, rich. Yeah. Uh, he's good at what he does. Flaunts his he money. Talks his, he talks his shit. Yeah. And people don't like that. No. <laughs> no, they don't. You know, people of certain ethnicities. They want to see him fall, bro. And they just will do anything. Like, to go back to the whole McGregor fight. Yeah. Man, people were praying, hoping, and wishing, just praying that he could land one, man. Yeah, that's what they were hoping for. One that's exactly. Knock him out, knock him down. Yeah. Yo, yo, man. People paid Floyd Mayweather $220 plus million dollars to see him lose. And they, and, they, and they knew, specifically with the McGregor fight, they knew, man. Like, is there a chance? Sure, if Floyd snipped on a banana peel on his way to the ring and, like, tweaked his knee and his ankle and broke his hand trying to hold himself up from falling and he got in the ring with, you know, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, you, you there was no way Floyd was going to win that. I mean, uh, McGregor was going to win that fight. And yet, your racism and your obsession with this man led you to just give him more and more of your money to the point where now... Right. The Pacquiao rematch, if they do get it done, oh, that's going to command a lot of money because a lot of people are going to want to see Floyd lose. Uh, yeah, I don't think enough people are going to command. Like, okay, what was the figure? You, I mean, I know it was just off the dome figure. I think well, he got two hundred and what two hundred twenty something for the last for the Pacquiao fight. And my thing was right. So, if I would think to get him into the ring, it have to be over three hundred million. For sure. Yeah, and for, for sure. three hundred million, I mean, but, we all get in the ring for three hundred million. How, okay, but how are how are the powers that be in the figureheads boxing gonna get that money back? Cause see, they'll put it up, but will pay per views and tickets earn them that money with interest back? That's why I say. Do you, are you saying? So I don't you, think it can happen. You don't think there's enough interest in the fight? No, exactly. You don't think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think you can get some no, some famous people to come out and see it. I think we. I think if the fight actually happened, I think the closer and closer we got to fight day, we'd watch it because we'd be like, man, we'd watch it. You don't think we'd watch it? I would watch it. You know, I would watch it. Yeah, I, I would watch it. it would. I probably would try to find a sports bar. I couldn't see myself paying for it, but I paid for the McGregor-Floyd fight, so no. I can't really 
say much. I, I bought that, $100 shipped and gone. And I felt stupid buying it too, because I was like, dog, what am I doing? Why did I buy this fight? Uh huh? Because I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. And, and, exactly, yeah. And I, and, and I should have just went to Buffalo Wild Wings, but Buffalo Wild Wings had a gate. They had like a, a cover charge at the door and they were selling tickets and it was sold out, so I couldn't go. But so I ended up buying it because, yeah. But anyway, speaking of fights that we want to see, uh, what do you think about a potential Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence Jr. matchup? I feel like he shouldn't do that. <laughs> Errol Spence. Errol Spence. A lot of people don't know this. Errol Spence has been groomed by Floyd Mayweather. Mm. He, a lot of people, you know, they see Javante in the, in the light. You know, they saw him with Adrian Brown. I mean, Javante Davis is cold. Uh, it's a different relationship between him and Earl Spence, man. Earl Spence has been his sparring partner for a very long time. For a very long time, bro. He's been groomed. The boy is ill. He's a young, he's like a a pretty boy Floyd, so to speak, almost. He's very Floyd-esque or Mayweather-esque. That sounded better, Mayweather-esque. He's, Mayweather he's very Mayweather-esque. Yeah, for sure. With I like kills, him. like with a killer instinct. Yeah, I like him. So when we're gonna have, we're gonna do another show for the Errol Spence uh, leading up to the Errol Spence Junior uh, Sean Porter fight, and I'd love to get your thoughts on that. But I don't think Pacquiao okay. should take that fight. I mean, but anyway, at the end of the day, you know what though? I respect Pacquiao as a legendary boxer of our time, and I, I feel very privileged to have seen him go through the battles that I saw him go through. So you know, if you want to take on the Errol Spence Junior challenge. You know, I, I would welcome it simply because I want to see Eric Spence Jr. get that notch on his belt with Pacquiao. Because regardless of whether Pacquiao is 40 or however old by the time he fights Eric Spence Jr., he's still Pacquiao. He's still going to compete hard. He's still going to hit hard. Did you see the man's calves, bro? Yeah, bro. I mean, well, you know, that's an Asian thing. But yeah. Bro, his calves yeah. are ridiculous. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, they don't, meaty. Yeah, it don't even look like they fit his body, but yeah. Huh? They're like bodybuilder calves. Yo, yeah, man. They're like bodybuilder calves. I didn't even know that you could get your calves that big. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Um, aside from seeing Pacquiao take the challenge and try to do some Bernard Hopkins level stuff, I wouldn't want to see it. I think Errol Spence might beat him very badly. Um, maybe he wouldn't. Uh, he would. No, I believe he would. I believe he would, man. Like I said, I mean, you saw what Floyd did. So this is a, young, a younger, hungrier more aggressive, harder hitting guy. Cause Earl Spence <laughs> is hard. Yeah. Earl Spence, he cracks, like I said, like Pretty Boy did. He cracks skulls like Pretty Boy. Pretty Boy is, he was a very aggressive, hard hitting guy. You know, he had a high knockout ratio until yeah. he messed his hands up. Yes. You know? Exactly. So, so you say, yeah, same, th- same thing. And you say Earl Spence is just, you know what I mean? The second coming to that. And Errol Spence, one, coming, I would say that. Yeah. One thing I like about Errol Spence, just from the periphery or whatever, the, the, what I can see of him, because obviously I don't know the guy, but he is—he doesn't talk like like Adrian Broner. Because I, I remember there was a point, and I shame myself for this. I thought Adrian Broner was like a, a Floyd protege and was going to be, you know, the next fighter to take that level of yeah. I, talk, I may talk a lot of trash. But I back it up in the ring and I bring it on every night. Kind of how Floyd did. People can say what they want about Floyd, whatever his troubles were outside of the ring. But his training regimen is immaculate, is impeccable, and he always brings it in the ring. And Adrian Broner didn't do that. So Errol Spence Jr. is a bit more, from what I can gather, I was, like I said, without knowing him or knowing anybody in this camp or anything, he seems very much more focused on boxing and understands that boxing, everything that he's going to get in his life, is going to be built up off of boxing. 
Whereas I think Adrian Broner was a bit more distracted on doing songs with Rick Ross and eating strippers out in the strip club and yeah, he didn't want to, man. Adrian getting arrested, talking about he was blessed he, with skill. He was blessed with skill. He didn't want to fight. He just wanted the lifestyle that came with being known as that that dude. Yeah, in the ring. He wanted to be but Floyd Mayweather, but not actually be a boxer. He's wanted to drive fly cars, much. talk a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah, man. And yeah. I, yeah, Adrian Broner has to be one of the biggest boxing disappointments I think I've seen. Zab Judah's pretty bad, but I think Adrian Broner's worse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. I do. I think Zab Judah. Why, why, why are you laughing at that when I said that? Because uh, I wouldn't say he was a disappointment. He just got. He just got old faster than faster than we anticipated. Who got old? Tell me, Adrian Broner. Tell me, Adrian Broner. He was just. He just accumulated a lot of wear and tear early in his career. Who are we talking about? You said Zab Judah. Oh, I think Zab Judah was a bit of a disappointment, yeah, because of the whole Costa Zoo thing, yeah. And then the whole Floyd Mayweather thing, too. Just his mental. Like, it seems like after he fought Costa Zoo, his mental went down the toilet. He can never really, really regain that yeah, form. He, he shit that the he bed. Had. He shit the bed with Floyd. He definitely, uh, yeah, he was, the bed he was with legit, Floyd. Because he had him. Yeah, he did. He knocked Floyd down. It didn't get called a knockdown, but he knocked him down. Yeah. He knocked him down, and so... Yeah, he can match Floyd's hand speed and things of that nature. Yeah, man. So I, I but I think Adrian Broner is more of a disappointment than Zab because Adrian Broner is just—I mean, Zab talks a lot of shit too. But I don't know. It's just the era that he came up. Adrian Broner is just different, man. To me, he's just a bigger—he wanted to be—he's just a bigger jackass. Does that make sense? Look, yeah, Adrian Broner is a clown. Yes. He's a misguided, unfocused, ignorant ass clown. Yeah. Who has wasted his God-given talent? Exactly. Talk about he's about billions. No, 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 no. When I see Errol Spence Jr., I think that brother's about billions. For I think, sure. he, uh, yeah, I think he got the skill. What they say, the skills to pay the bills. Was think, that a question? Yeah. Not, I don't know if it yeah, was, that's what they yeah. say. They say they got the skills <laughs> to pay the bills, and then you know, yeah, you don't, you don't think he'll be able to? I think he'll make quick work of uh, Sean Porter. Because if Adrian Broner could put Sean Porter down, I think. Errol Spence Jr. slice and dice him. Well, Adrian Broner, let's not let's not sleep on Adrian Broner. Power. No. Broner's strong, you know. He's strong. Uh, well, with that being said, like I just said, Errol Spence is a strong fighter too. So yes, yeah, yeah, I can see a knockdown. Um, and you just really can't count Sean Porter out. You can't count him out. His style is he's very unpredictable. Very uh, I'm trying to find a word. I'm trying to find a word and I can't. He's very unpredictable, brother. He's skilled. He can take he can take he can take angles fast. Uh, he can change styles up. He can change stances. Like he can present a few things that maybe Earl hasn't seen in one guy. I'm sure he has, but maybe he hasn't. I don't know. But Sean Porter has a lot to offer in the fight. So that's why I won't just completely outrule him. You won't outrule him because he's gonna work hard. I'll rule him out. He's gonna yeah. work hard. He could pee hard. He, He's yeah, like Lamont bro. Peterson, huh? The harder the harder his opponent fights, the harder he fights. Like Lamont Peterson, though. Say it again? I said he's like Lamont Peterson. Oh, uh, like a younger, yeah, like Lamont in his prime. Yeah, because, I mean, Sean Porter, fighters like Sean Porter, Marcos Maidana, Lamont Peterson, they just remind me of guys who are really, really good boxers who don't know how to adjust their styles, so therefore become great learning 
step fighter fights for like up and coming champions or young prospects. And I know that might sound disrespectful. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but but that's the way the boxing game goes. Am I not? Like you have your tomato can fighters that you put in there with your with your boxers because you know that he's going to dominate and build his confidence, right? Correct. And then you have fighters that are just guys that are really tough. Like, you know, and it, and it tests your fighter is to see what level is he really on. Because if he's really a level above this guy, he'll beat this guy. And that's why I think Sean Porter is. I think he's the really tough fighter that you put in with your young fighter to see how really good he is. Because he's going to push him. But I don't know if Sean Porter is that A-level guy. I've seen him fight a couple times. I'm not impressed. I thought Danny Garcia was that A-level guy. He's not either. No, I wouldn't say Sean Porter's A-level either. I would, I would put him... Uh... Yeah, he's a B, he's definitely a B grade fighter. I would give, ooh, excuse me, I would give him a B plus. Yeah, I was about to say a high B. Yeah. Definitely give him a high B yeah. because he is going to get the best out of your. Because if your fighter doesn't bring it on the night that he fights Sean Porter, he might end up with an L. <laughs> right. Yes, but getting back to um, Keith Thurman for a second because that's what we uh, were initially talking about. Floyd Mayweather had has so much changed boxing because he was undefeated and so he kind of made have have he kind of made undefeated be he kind of made undefeated a thing to where we don't there's a whole fight a whole list of fighters that were undefeated and they're coming up and so we're looking at them as if they're the next Floyd Mayweather and I think which with with uh Keith Thurman the important thing to remember as fans whether you're a casual fan or uh a more nerdy fan like me and Art are, is to remember that most, like I said earlier in the podcast, more, most boxers don't go undefeated in their career. And so for Sean Porter, this was a loss that he could take from it. Muhammad Ali had his jaw broke. He lost to what? Ken Norton, Joe Frazier. Uh, who else he lost to? He lost to some guys. Um, who? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the guy. The guy Tyson came back and beat like a decade later. I'm trying to remember his name. Not Larry Holmes. Oh, man. Was it Larry? Not Larry. Nah. Uh, no. Trevor Burbick? Uh, Trevor Burbick. Yeah, nah, Trevor Burbick. I don't think it was Trevor Burbick. Or was it? Are you sure it wasn't Trevor Burbick? I don't think so. I might be wrong, though. But he fought. But basically, my point yeah, is this. Boxers lose. So, we don't, don't. I just don't want... Just because Keith Thurman lost doesn't mean he can't be a Hall of Fame level fighter. And I don't want people get into the Floyd Mayweather era who come up under the Floyd Mayweather era of boxing being like oh he lost so he'll never be great because Floyd man Floyd is one fighter and there aren't very there are very few fighters that have ended their careers undefeated that fought at such a high level for real because you just don't see that that just doesn't happen you get you lose most of the time like you just lose regardless of what you say even about Floyd like because people be like oh he picked his fights my thing is you don't get in the ring with 50 guys and not have a bad day not have an injury not have something that could cause you to lose a fight right so yeah, Keith Thurman has a lot to fight for. Hopefully he can get the rematch with Manny Pacquiao. I think it makes sense. I would be intrigued to watch a rematch of that, honestly. Just to see, just to see it. Okay. You know what? What's up? Well, nah, I'm listening. I just think I agree with your earlier points. Uh, Thurman would get the best of him. I think so. I think Pacquiao clearly looked. He started off. He started off uh, the fight really strongly to the point where I was like, yo. Like you said, man, once Thurman got his feet under him and understood how to get his distance and stuff like that, the fight started to change. <laughs> Hello? Right. Yeah, the fight the fight definitely started to change. So, um, it did. 
looking forward. But Manny, like I said, but Manny has other Manny has other obligations. He's not focused, man. Like on boxing. Boxing is his second priority. So then why is he still doing it? It was his first, it would be different. So why is he still doing it? I don't know. It's not the money I situation. I think he may be I think he may be taking uh the prize money and really putting it in the economy of the Philippines. Dang. It may be like an economic boost for the Philippines. Yeah. So I don't know. But, you know, I hope, well, yeah, because they asked Freddie Roach at the end of the fight where they thought about Pacquiao fighting, uh, like, uh, oh, we didn't even talk about Terrence Crawford. You think Pacquiao would, could could could, could be, win a fight against Terrence Crawford? Negative. Not Who, at all. Do you know, do you think, can you think of any fighter at 147 or above, like in that fights in the Pacquiao weight classes that you could see beating Pacquiao? Or Pacquiao beating at this point? Like, what is the next fight for Pacquiao? If it's not Errol Spence Jr., if it's not a rematch with uh, Keith Thurman, if it's not Terrence Crawford, like, what's the next fight? Well, those would be the next fights, but those are fights he shouldn't take. So, I mean, it's really, <laughs> it's really up in the air, you know. And then, you know, he's. I just read a statement before I got on here. Yeah. That he said he would only fight once a year from here on out because his, his, um, responsibilities as a center to come first okay so with that being said i mean you can imagine he's not really trained when i'm at the wild card he's rarely ever there and he lives he has a mansion here he has two houses here so he's here a lot but he's rarely at the gym you see what i'm saying yeah I see what you're so saying. he's on his way out you know what i mean yeah on his way out i give him two years so then what was his point in trying to win? What was, ah, so then the Keith Thurman fight doesn't make sense because if you win the title, you would think you want to defend the title. Well, yeah, I mean, well, two years to give him two defenses. That'll give him two defenses. You don't have to defend a title ten times. So what's next for Thurman then if it's not a Pacquiao rematch? It will be a Pacquiao rematch because that's his division. You know, I wouldn't recommend him moving up a shit no I would definitely not recommend him to move up I don't know if he's ready for that power mm. or down he may be able to move down you know I don't know I don't know I have no idea okay because I was immediately thinking after that fight I was thinking go ahead and set the rematch up I'd watch that again I think Pacquiao has enough in the tank to make it uh, competitive I think Pacquiao will be the ultimate test for Keith Thurman to make that to take that next step on his boxing journey you know what I mean so I was automatically thinking rematch. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I spoke to you that I, that I was thinking like you. Was, I think you had said like, nah, he probably wouldn't look to do a rematch with Thurman. I was like, well, why not? Or maybe I read something else. But somewhere I got the idea in my head that Pacquiao didn't want the rematch with Thurman, and I think that that's doing the fans a disjustice, an injustice, if he doesn't do the rematch with Thurman. Because I want Thurman to get his title back because I could clearly see that Thurman just needed to learn, and he learned. We need to learn. Pacquiao taught him his lesson, and now Keith Thurman can continue on with his career. <laughs> yep. But about to wrap this episode up. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm good. All righty. All right, y'all. Well, we're about to wrap this episode up. All right, man. Thanks for ha- thanks for being on, man. Again, hopefully, uh, next time I will see you will be when we talk about Deshaun Porter. Um, what's his name? Errol Smith Jr. fight. So we'll have you back on. For get sure. your insight and what you're thinking is going to, uh, what you what you anticipate is going to be the outcome of that fight and then we'll also i'll also have you back on to do a recap and see what's next for the winner and or loser and loser of that fight but all right all right thanks man thanks for stopping by all right brother thank you god bless and hope to be on soon
All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, you can get catch me on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, anywhere else you get your podcast. I want to thank everybody out there who listens and subscribes. Please comment and rate me because I want to know how I'm doing, which ways I can improve. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC for President. You can follow me on Instagram at DMC for President. All right, y'all. Until next time, peace. <laughs>